You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. Yo, podcast world. Welcome to another episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right. These are questions that I pulled from people that I'm currently training and I come into contact with on a regular basis. Okay. And I'm getting them from majority of them from Instagram. Okay. So that's my most active platform at the minute. I'm also on TikTok, also on Facebook. But we'll get into the questions that we're currently on, currently going to be discussing in this podcast. Okay. The first of which is weight on the scales has gone up this week. We're going to be discussing and talking in around the topic of that gut health and the importance of organic food this is one real passionate about that one and the prebiotic and the probiotic foods and how to improve your not only your immune system but people who have cold hands and constantly cold feet and there's tips and strategies that i'm going to give you guys okay that are all linked with foods and exercise as always organic all right and those are the main topics and we're going to start off at the very top and we'll go with the likes of weight and the scales has gone up this week okay just to point out that your body and what it's made actually made up of okay, your body is made up of like up to roughly 60 percent okay water okay so water can be a huge determination depending on whether you went to the toilet depending on how much you've consumed and the foods that you've consumed as a result of that can also have an effect on the weighing scales. So if weighing scales has gone up, it's important to note that that's not the only way that I recommend to people. In fact, it's not the first way that I recommend people to use uh, a guidance of their progress, especially with the training of their health and their fitness, okay? How do you feel? How do you look in an image, okay? Images are something that I get people to take if they really want to focus and nail down their setting themselves a target because it can fluctuate due to that water okay but being percentage of being quite high is the largest majority of the percentage of the body that's made up of and after that then it's the protein okay body can be made up of protein okay and roughly in between 16 and 20 uh, percent of your body is made up of protein from muscles your cells your enzymes that are all driving these chemical reactions okay and then the next one after that then is the likes of fats. That's another 16 to 20%, okay? And this varies between person to person just slightly, okay? And as a result of that, okay, it's important then to note that we drop down and go into smaller things such as minerals, okay? A body is made up of minerals such as calcium, phosphorus, and iron, okay? These are all coming from the foods, okay, that we consume on a regular basis. And as well as that, the smallest of percentage of your body is made up of carbohydrates, okay? Whether it be glucose, when it's firstly broke, broken down and they're used directly as a fuel source or stored as glycogen in your muscles okay so really if someone wanted to quickly lose a lot of weight okay weight is different to body fat okay you can lose weight and weight is numbers on a scale so that's just weight water weight can easily be manipulated okay so that's how some people can say i've had great results in the first couple of weeks of their training in fact what happens is you may have tapped and reduced down your body fat but you've also reduced down your water okay because when we exercise typically we lose sweat sweat is water and water equals weight on a number on a scales however it's a better determination as i said to use how your clothes are fitting you and as a result of that then okay you are 
getting a more accurate result of your training and not just numbers on a scale that are reducing going up or going down okay so to further expand even on the likes of why we have a higher percentage or why it's important to note that way we have a higher percentage of protein in our body and why we have a higher percentage of fat in our body and why we have such a low percentage of carbohydrates okay because there are no essential carbohydrates for the body okay so the body doesn't have to have carbohydrates to run but it needs the likes of fats to run okay the body would not be able to function at optimum levels without fats Okay, and the fats that are so important are their likes, likes of we previously mentioned on the podcast, but they're so important and can be assessed in numerous different ways. Okay, your omega 3s and your omega 6s. Okay, and where do firstly we get them? Okay, you can get them from nuts, you can get them from seeds, you can get them from milk, you can get them also from meat sources. However, I have the preference to reduce down the amount of meat sources that people are currently eating at the minute. First, six is not sustainable, and secondly, they're higher. There's loads of points, but they're harder to digest, especially red meats. And as a result of that, okay, these eating and mixing and combining and eating foods and such as extra virgin olive oil that contains omega three and omega six. Okay, and to point out again that those omega threes are anti-inflammatory. Okay, so omega sixes are pro pro-inflammatory and can be easily consumed and overconsumed. Okay, yet they're needed in certain amounts. Okay. Typical ratio is you want omega-3s to be slightly higher because we eat and consume when we have omega healthy fat foods, such as we give the example of extra virgin olive oil. That contains omega-3 and omega-6s. And as a result of that, then <clears throat> it's higher in omega-6s. However, you see, some people think if we up the likes of our healthy fats, we can then increase the likes of your omega-3s that are the pro-inflammatory. However, that's not the case. It's to try to get the right balance, okay? So it's incorporating it in certain amounts specific to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if there's no editing on this podcast, so if you are unsure of the amount of healthy fats that you need to consume in a day, it's important to firstly note of what your current height and your current weight is. That all determines the breakdown of your foods of in the three main macros, your proteins, your fats, and your carbohydrates, Okay. So if you're unsure of that, you can firstly use the likes of calculators, such as MyFitnessPal, such as ones that are found any of, you do a Google or a web search and you'll find calculators for that. Okay, but if you're ever unsure, you can obviously contact me personally. I get back to you as soon as I possibly can. But I just want to touch on the likes of, the second thing that's so important in the diet is the likes of your protein. Okay, there are 20, 20 <laughs> amino acids that are found in foods, okay? I'm sorry, found in the body. And nine of which we must consume from foods. So that's what makes it important to consume, okay, protein foods, okay. So we don't have to consume the, all these nine essential amino acids from one food source, okay. All meat sources contain all those nine essential amino acids. Eggs is another one, okay. Milk has also a complete protein source, okay. You can mix the likes of pasta and cheese is another one, okay. And why it'd be important to have the likes of organic cheese because it contains higher omega-3 fats, compared to conventional, 
Okay, so that's another important one. And I've been having the likes of feta cheese there quite recently. And as a result of that, it's organic. I got it in a health food shop here based in Bandon. But don't just think that, oh, God, I can't get it because I'm not in Bandon. There are other stores that do supply these, okay? You will find them in your local area, okay? And go into your shops. And if they don't have it, ask the shopkeeper. Ask the managers. And they'll get the foods for you, okay? Because we drive the demand. And if you don't see organic produce, if you don't, see the foods that you want in the shops that you go to, you ask someone because there are plenty of people that are producing foods out there and they're just looking for the demand from the customers, from us to get and produce and give you that product, okay? So that's so important, okay? And so touching on the point of fats and proteins and mentioning that there are no essential carbohydrates because the body can run on ketones, which is where the keto diet comes from, okay? But to just to touch on, keto diet is not no carbs, okay? Why? Because carbs are found in everything. Carbohydrates are found in the likes of fruits <clears throat> in small amounts. They're found in vegetables in small amounts. So it's important to note that, that these carbohydrates also affect gut health, which leads me on to my next point, okay? So gut health is so important, okay? Why? Because... It's, it's kind of one of those things you get a knock-on effect. When you do something that's beneficial for your gut, you also get added benefits in other areas of your fitness and your health, okay? Such as consuming high-fibrous foods because that's what your gut microorganisms feed on, okay? And your gut is so important, okay? Why? Because it impacts your whole body, okay? It can improve your immune system, okay? But it has that added advantage then of improving your brain function, okay? Because the gut and the brain are connected. And there's studies to show this, okay? There's, there's studies up in Cork at the minute they're currently doing on your gut microbiome and how important it is to have a diverse range of foods in your diet, okay? And that's why I always recommend people to clean up their diet because you cannot out-train a bad diet, okay? Okay, and it, as I said, it's connected. Your gut is connected to your brain, okay? It can increase your mood. And if you improve on your diet, you can just straight away off the bat without any exercise, you increase your mood. Why? Because 90% of your serotonin, 90%, that's the happy hormone, is produced in your gut, okay? That's an amazing fact that you can clean up your diet, you can feel healthier as a result of improving the immune system. Your brain function is clear. You're thinking clearer. You're much more productive throughout the day. And you can increase your mood as well as your sleep. Okay? So these are massive health benefits to having an improved diet and improving your gut health. Okay? But the importance of consuming these fruits uh, or fruits and vegetables okay, that contain fiber okay, and consuming them organically where possible, fresh as well. But the likes of them choosing them organically, why? Because chemicals that are found or excessive chemicals found in commercially produced vegetables can have a negative effect on your gut and microbiome. Okay? So what happens is when you consume um, these foods that have a high percentage of harsh chemicals sprayed on we give the example of apples being a highly commercially sprayed uh, crop. Okay, it can be sprayed up to 15 times. Okay, and it's so, I'm gonna say it's one of the easier vegetables, or sorry, crop, or uh, apples. Vegetables, fruits, to consume, brain function. <laughs> I need me some, <laughs> some major breakfast. So, <laughs> it's a fruit, yes it is, an apple's a fruit. That can be easily gotten, okay, organically. And why I recommend people to do it and consume it is because it contains 
high fiber. And that's what I want to touch on here next, okay? There's prebiotics and there's probiotics. So the likes of the prebiotics are the foods that are high in fiber. The foods that are high in fiber feed your gut microorganisms, okay? That's why they stay around there, okay? So if you don't feed your gut with the foods that it needs, okay, they're not going to hang around and they're going to be passed out in your stool. So as a result of that, it's important to choose from broccoli, from to apples, to spinach, to kale, and then as well as that, to touch on a vegetable that's in season and it's important to get it organically as well. White leeks and leeks, that's what it is, that's the vegetable we're touching on, leeks, that contain this type of fiber called ilinin. Okay, ilinin is a massive breadwinner because the gut microorganisms are a major fan of it. Okay, so this is also found in the likes of onions and garlic. Okay, and they also have vegetables, also all of these two have antioxidants. So what are antioxidants? These are anti-inflammatories that can improve what not only your uh, ability to recover from training, they also reduce oxidative stress, improve your skin health, and you see the knock-on, anything that you do that's fitness related has the added benefit of benefiting your training, of benefiting your mood, of benefiting your gut, benefiting you as a whole, because that's the whole thing about it. If you do one thing, it's a knock-on effect. It's the compound effect. You do one thing today, you gain the benefit of it in another area of your life, in another area of your fitness, another area. Because when you feel better, when you do these things, it has a knock-on effect to the people around you. Because you're the average of the people you hang around with. And if you're more healthy, if you have a healthier um, relationship with your food, if you are healthier as a whole yourself, the people around you will also want to see and, and be and feel as good as you do when you start to put these things into practice, okay? So... We'll now touch on, that's the prebiotics, okay? Why they have the, the name so similar, we'll never know. So those are the prebiotics, those are high fibrous foods. So each and every vegetable has, okay, fiber and the type of fiber found in leeks, onions, and garlic is the likes of that indolent. So that makes it super important to consume that type of fiber in your diet, okay? So now to touch on the likes of the probiotics. These are the gut microorganisms, okay, that we can top up, okay. They can be naturally occurring in your stomach, however, we can top up your good gut bacteria by consuming the likes of probiotics, okay. And I give you the probiotics that I regularly have on my diet, okay. And I want you to consume more of these two so you can gain the benefit of it, okay. So, yogurts, okay, and these ones, again, important to have them organically. Why? Because if you're eating yogurts, and especially if they're dairy yogurts, you need to, um, should consume the likes of organic yogurt. Okay, organic yogurts again have higher omega-3 when compared to omega-6, okay? But needed in the diet, but however, you get higher omega-3, which aids in a healthier version of you again, okay? And the one I'm currently having is the Glenlisk ones, okay? The both low fat and the whole or full fat ones. Okay, not just because I'm on a low-fat diet, it's because I add the likes of nuts and seeds to it, and it's about knowing and understanding what foods that you're consuming on a day to reach your macros, your protein, your fats, and your carbohydrates. Okay, kefir is another one. This is a fermented uh, food along with sauerkraut. Okay, and sauerkraut is fermented cabbage, cabbage for those of you who don't know it. Okay, and you can get it with juniper berries. That actually is one that I'm uh, currently having at the minute. I look across to the table. Yeah, and that's one that I add to the likes of my lunch and uh, my salads, and you can even put it with the likes of 
your breakfasts and have it on the likes of sourdough bread okay and why that's a carbohydrate just to point out that and it's a complex carbohydrate and then again these are the things that have the knock-on effect they're not only good for your gut health they're also used for your first main source of energy a carbohydrate okay that then gets converted into glucose and then gets stored in the muscles as glycogen that you can use throughout the day to increase your energy level to be more productive and to use in your training to either reach your fitness goal whether that be to reduce down your body fat and give your 10 out of 10 in your training whether it be to gain a little bit of lean muscle tissue if that's the next phase that you're in and on to okay and then we'll touch on the final one of the probiotics is tempeh Okay, what is tempeh? Tempeh is a fermented food, okay, that can be added to your diet, and which I currently have on my Instagram. There's a, a meal and my YouTube channel. There is a meal that I've made, okay, it's fermented, fermented tea, soya, which is tempeh. I have it in curry powder, and as a result of that, then I had spinach, I had onions, I had leeks, and I had red peppers, okay? You had vitamin C in the red peppers, you had both onions and gar onions and leeks that are high in inulin. As a result of that, then I had the fermented tempeh in with that too. Okay, and the main carbohydrate source in that then was the likes of red lentils. Okay, that are high in beta carotene, which is an antioxidant. Okay, but as well as that, it's high iron. So in that meal there, I always it's a balanced meal. I used I also used healthy fats such as extra virgin olive oil. So the extra virgin olive oil containing omega-3 and omega-6s you have the complex carbohydrate in the red lentils which contain antioxidants which reduce oxidative stress and that beta carotene is good for your skin health and then you have the tempeh which is a complete protein which i didn't even touch on just yet it's a complete protein that contains all the nine essential amino acids okay all nine essential amino acids high protein plant-based okay so that means it doesn't contain those trans fats that we don't want those are unhealthy fats and it's a fermented probiotic that increases your gut microorganisms. And then you have the likes of the inulin that is a prebiotic that helps keep and encourage more good gut bacteria in your foods. And then the curry powder is the likes of your salts, which we need and flavor, okay? So make these foods from single ingredients. Gain the benefit of good gut health which improves your immune system, improves your brain function, increases your mood, and improves your sleep, and helps your training, reaches your, helps you reach your fitness targets with balanced meals, complex carbohydrates in your lentils, complete proteins in like your tofu, in your tempeh. In, then you have high fibrous foods, healthy fats in your oils. And moving on to our next question is how to improve cold hands and cold feet okay so this is a common one that i used to have a lot of problems with but now i don't anymore and a couple of people that are training also had this issue and i said i'll bring it up here in this podcast so what happens with people who don't have um or have cold hands or cold feet for the for the majority of the time is the fact that there's not, not enough blood flow firstly to the likes of these areas and as well as that it's a low percentage of body fat found on your hands and on your feet however it's not that firstly you can't spot reduce so you can't remove fat from one area of the body and you can't get fat to be placed on two areas such as your hands or your feet so that's a point first point to touch on so not that we want 
that to happen. But what we can do to improve the likes of this problem is to increase blood flow. Okay, how do you increase blood flow? Okay, first of which, and we might just expand on that as well as exercise. Exercise, so many goddamn benefits. Okay, improves blood flow throughout the body. So when we exercise, your heart pumps out blood. Okay, when it pumps out blood, it pumps into all areas of the body. Okay, so incorporating in exercises that where you have to use your hands or you have to use your feet and you have to get your heart rate up at a high tempo and that can be high intensity. And what I do in my trainings is I use added resistant weights, but I also use high intensity too. So I'm not only incorporating my muscles, okay, whether it be my legs, whether it be my back, whether it be my chest, whether it be my arms, I'm incorporating in blood flow into the, those areas, okay? But when we want to get area or blood flow going towards the hands, we have to incorporate in as much as we possibly can, high intensity, why? To get into the smaller muscle groups, such as the muscles found in your hands, such as found in your legs, okay? So there are exercises that I do, whether it be a touch squat, okay? Whether it be a burpee, whether it be jumping jacks, whether it be high knees, this will all incorporate in high volumes of blood being pumped around the body and increasing the temperature, firstly only your core temperature, but the temperature of your feet and your hands, okay? So that is something that you need to do on a regular basis to prevent the likes of cold feet and cold hands. Okay, the next one that I point and tip that I'm going to incorporate in is high iron foods, okay? And it's important to have high iron foods because oxygen is transplanted around the, in the blood, but as well as that, not enough people are reaching their iron targets, and especially women, okay, to touch on this point, women having their menstruation cycle once a month, okay, need nearly double the amount of iron that men do, okay, so that's so important, but even to touch on why men and don't need as much iron, but they need more zinc, is because with men, men need more zinc in their diet as a result of the likes of when they ejaculate, okay, we lose zinc. Okay, so firstly, to touch on high iron foods, spinach, kale, rainbow chard, okay, all meat sources, okay, the likes of, we had it in our complete protein, complex carbohydrates in our red lentils, those are foods that are high iron, okay, beans are another one, okay, so if you're not currently eating high iron foods, you need to add those in, so just think of it, all dark leafy greens contain high levels of iron, okay, meat sources do too. But the plant-based sources are beans, okay, that are fibrous, so fibrous foods that will also aid in gut health. And that's why it's the added advantage of increasing the diversity of the foods that you eat, increasing the diversity of your gut microorganisms that are located in your stomach. Okay, and then the high uh, zinc foods for men to consume a little bit more of, okay, there are all meat sources contain sources of zinc. However, if you're going towards along the lines of what I recommend. It's more of a plant-based diet and what I incorporate into my diet daily. Because that's what you need to do. You need to increase your iron on a daily basis. You need to increase your zinc on a daily basis. How do you do this? You On a plant-based diet, zinc and pumpkin seeds are a super one, okay? It's what I have on a regular basis. I have between 15 grams in my overnight oats every morning. And or you can put pumpkin seeds into the likes of a homemade bread, which I also have on my Instagram page and if you on my YouTube channel. Okay, it's using yogurt, it's using oats, which are complex carbohydrate. There's a complete protein and healthy fats in the nuts. 
And this is another important point that I'm going to touch on. And it's the likes of using the likes of your meals and your snacks to have the three main macros. Why? Because that's what the body runs at. And the more you use, we'll say, the complex carbohydrates and the complete proteins and the healthy fats, you will quickly, you will make it much easier for you to reach your three main macros. Okay? Which is what you need to live a more sustainable a more healthy and reach your fitness goals because if you're not hitting your protein targets okay you won't be able to firstly okay feel satiated secondly you won't be able to have the ability to have a break or repair the muscles that you've torn in that training session that you've just done okay and protein is satiated and protein is also used for healthy hair if you have poor uh, split ends in your hair and or if you feel like you're losing a lot of hair another way would be to bump up your protein okay so important okay it's good for preventing brittle nails if you have brittle nails as well okay and that leads me on to the third point in relation to how to increase your temperature in your body and such improving your hands and your feet is protein okay protein has that added advantage of the thermic effect okay it has the thermic effect of because it as it's been broken down it needs an, a certain percentage of energy to be broken down and when this happens your body produces heat okay so if you're not eating enough protein which is such a common thing people are i'm putting my hands on my head put my hands on my head because it's a simple thing, but it's not easy, okay? Protein must be consumed throughout the day, and especially in your main meals, whether it be for breakfast, whether it be for lunch, or whether it be dinner, okay? Whatever diet you're on, whatever foods you're eating, you need to know the foods that are high protein for you, okay? All meat sources contain protein. You, you can have the likes of a plant-based breakfast that contains the likes of nuts, seeds, or grains, okay, and your oats, okay? You can have sourdough bread, you can have eggs, you can have the likes of avocado, that's another classic meal with spinach in it that's high iron too, okay? But eating these foods on a regular basis with exercise that have high iron, okay, and high zinc for the, for the men is going to have a positive effect on the likes of the temperature of your feet and your hands, okay? So, and I just want to touch on a final point that came up just there in the last couple of days is Coleman, it's easy for you, okay? And this hit home because the reason that it did because it's not easy for me. It's as hard for me as it is for you. And I'm touching on the point, I'm trying to expand on it, that for my fitness and the job that I do and how easy it is to be positive and how easy it is to make those healthy food choices, I still have to get up whatever time I get up at between typically at the minute it's about half five or six o'clock I keep that on a regular basis because it aids in a healthier version of me okay I try stick to that Monday to Monday to Sunday okay there are events on there are family things where people might be staying up or people looking to go and do something and I decide sometimes more often than not to stick to the regime and stick to the healthy lifestyle that I have. Why is because I have my values and my health quite high and that's that's a, something that I've chosen, okay? And I have to make those healthy food choices as much as you do. I have to literally on a regular basis make the training suit my they make the train suit my week. And I have to emphasize that I still have to work at 
eight, 10, 12 hour shift. I still have to get up. I have to make, I cook my own, all my own meals from scratch. Okay. There's no one here cooking my meals or having meal, having made for me. And I have to have, and there's things I'm going to pass on to you. Okay. I typically either make my dinner the night before and my breakfast so that I don't have to do that in the morning. That saves me time. Okay. I know the foods that I have to have for the shopping list that I have made out for myself so that I can cook the meals. I make either bars or I make bread so that I can incorporate in those two snacks that I have in between. Okay, when I go to people's houses, of course it's tempting, whether they have cakes, whether they have biscuits, whether they have desserts, okay? But it's about making the healthy food choice and the right decision for you. Because if you want to be healthier and if you want to be fitter, you have to make the same choices. You have to do the things that benefit you. Because if you do and slip back into the old ways and to the whatever chocolate bars or things that you were choosing, inevitably you're going to keep getting what the results that you currently have. Okay, it's about improvement. It's not about perfection. And just because somebody you're looking on Instagram or Facebook or any other social media for that matter and says, oh my God, they have it so easy. Okay, they had to do it. They have to do it and continuously have to do it. Okay, it's easy to maintain. But when you hit a certain percent body fat, when you reach your fitness goals, or if you get down to that physique that you wanted, that's not the end result. Okay. I'm not finished. I won't ever stop training. I won't ever stop making healthy food choices. Okay? It's for life because fitness is not just for six weeks. Fitness is not just for 90 days, Joe Wicks. It's for life. You don't ever stop being and wanting to improve because happiness is not an end destination. Okay? Your fitness goal is not an end destination. Okay, your fitness target might be an end destination, it might be an end percentage of body fat, it might be fitting into that dress, it might be fitting in and looking good in that t-shirt, going to the nightclub or going to the pub when they reopen very, very soon, okay? But remember, okay, it's progress, it's improvements, it's you getting from point A where you are right now to point B and then going from C to D and moving on from there and I can't emphasize that enough, Okay. It's just a point I wanted to finish on the podcast on, okay? So I hope you enjoyed this podcast, okay? Touching on the likes of the difference between weight on a scale is going up or going down, okay? Gut health, the different prebiotics and probiotic foods, okay? Yogurts, kefir, sauerkraut, fermented uh, soya, tempeh, sourdough bread, and all the different high-fibrous foods and leeks being the one that are in season and to make sure to get them organic to prevent the likes of your gut health being affected in a negative way, Okay? Stay tuned, stay classy. You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast.